Hello there and welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me here today. My name is Denise Alvarez and we will get into social media content shortly. But first, I want to introduce myself just in case we're new friends. All right, and then we will talk about creating social media content that connects. So as I said, my name is Denise, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help horse business owners like you turn your online audience into your customers. I do that through one-on-one coaching, as well as website design and content, and Social Stride, my monthly coaching program. And I do each of those things along with this podcast because I want to help you, the everyday horse business owner, to really be out doing more of the things that you love. And I believe that marketing is the key to that. But I also know that marketing is not everybody's favorite. Or you're saying, I'm open to it, Denise. I just don't know what to do or where to start. And so here on the podcast, I will break it down for you, right? You can expect a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos to help you not only see what's possible for your business, but to guide you through that process and make it happen, all right? So that's a bit about me. That's why I'm here. So why are we talking about social media, right? We've talked about a lot of things here on the podcast, but here's what we know about social media. It is a constantly changing tool for marketing your horse business. And aside from paying for ads, it's free, right? There are definitely plenty of places I know that you can go online to learn the hacks, so to speak, of social media, right? The latest updates, how to use certain tricks inside of the app, how to actually do the posting. So here on the podcast, that's not what we do. Instead, I am more interested in helping you with the foundation of your strategy, your overall strategy for social media and marketing for your business. Because I really do believe that at the end of the day, people buy from people. And whether you're on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook or Pinterest or TikTok, whatever you're on, right? It's people. You're a person, even as a business owner, you behind the business are a person, the person that's handling your social media. You are people who are marketing to people, right? And here's the thing. If you spend two hours trying to learn how to make just the coolest transition reel on Instagram or searching online for the latest trends on TikTok, but you don't have a strategy for how that's connected to the goals in your business, then are you really going to get back that time that you just spent? What is the investment on that time? Because honestly, we know that social media is going to continue evolving, right? The trends are going to continue to change. How they deliver the content is most likely going to change over time. Maybe even the types of content, right? Reels were not a thing a few years ago. But it's still a platform, social media as a whole. There are multiple platforms, right? Social media, though, is still one that's being used by people who buy from people. And so I want to help you in this episode to really think about creating social media content that helps to connect you to those people. Now, I know that there is a lot of conversation right now about Instagram in particular. Is it a content platform? Is it a connection platform? And honestly, 
it can be both. It's not either or, right? You can create content that connects with people. Now, before we get into my strategies for you today, I do have a very quick side note because I know that posting on social media does take time, right? It does take time and it takes effort. And when I ask new friends that I meet in this world, what's your biggest hang up? What's your biggest challenge when it comes to marketing your horse business? Time is one I hear over and over again. I don't feel like I have time to post on social media. I don't feel like I have time to market my business. I don't know what to put out there. I don't know how to make time to do these things. So that's actually how Social Stride, my monthly coaching program, came to be because people were asking for help with their content because they said, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to promote my business. I don't know how to connect with people. And I don't want to pay someone to do my social media. I just need it to be simpler. So I created Social Stride, right? Every month as a member, you get 10 caption templates that you can take and use. I kind of, I call it Mad Libs for social media. And with these in hand, you aren't having to sit there trying to figure out what kind of content are you going to post? What can you create? What can you say? These templates give you a starting point. Now, I'm telling you this, but Social Stride at this moment is not open for enrollment, but it's coming up soon. So I want you to know that the first week of October, Social Stride will be open. And so if social media is a struggle, if it sounds like having templates, having additional education and a community would be helpful to you in your horse business and as you're marketing your business, then I would love to invite you to join. So if you're not on the wait list yet, you can head over to stormlily.com slash social stride and jump on the wait list. Of course, you will continue to hear about that on the podcast, but especially because we are talking about the time that it takes to create content, I wanted to make sure I make you aware of that. All right. Okay, so let's get back to the content that connects you to people and how you can do that. I have two strategies for you today. Now, like I said, these are strategies. These are not topic ideas. We have done that. I've shared those things with you before. So if you are looking for ideas and topics for what to post when you don't know what to say, I literally have an episode called Five Social Media Topics for When You Don't Know What to Say. It's episode number 61. You can head to stormlily.com slash 61 to listen or to the show notes for today's episode. And then I also have another one for you called five questions to get your creative content juices flowing. So if you're really struggling with the what to post and you just need some concrete ideas, that is episode number 89. Again, stormlily.com slash 89, and you can listen to that there. Now, the show notes for today will be stormlily.com slash 93. See, everything's in relation to the episode number. I want to make it super easy for you. This is episode number three. So if you head to those show notes, then I will also link to those episodes for you. I want to make it super easy. So if you're looking for content ideas and topics, those two episodes are are ones you're going to want to listen to and flag because you can keep going back to those when you're looking for what to say. Okay. So as I said, today, we're going to talk about two specific strategies that will guide your content creation, no matter what topic it is that you're posting about. Now we're focusing on the idea of connecting 
because I know that many people get onto the platforms, whatever they may be, and they say they see social media as a place to just put content out into the world, right? What else can I create? What can I do quickly and just get it out there? But I want you to remember, remember we talked about people buying from people. So that means there's an actual person that you're hoping is going to consume your content, right? And as a small business owner, which I know that most of you listening to the podcast are, when you create content, it's an opportunity for you to create or maybe deepen the connection that you have with your followers or your potential followers if your content's being shown to people that maybe don't follow you yet. And ideally, as you deepen that connection through what you're creating, it's going to build trust in you and trust in your brand or your business. And if you've heard me say it once, you've heard me say it a hundred times, your followers, your potential customers, they want to buy from people and brands and businesses that they know, like, and trust. So connection matters, even on social media. So that's why we're going to dive into two specific strategies that you can keep in mind so that you can really create content on social media that's going to be a tool to connect you with more of the right people there, right? Whichever platform that you are on. All right, so let's dive in. Strategy number one is to be authentic. I want to give you permission to give yourself permission to be fully you on social media. Show up as your authentic self. For some of you, that might mean you go ahead and record that live video when you're out in the barn and you haven't quite cleaned up yet and you show what real life looks like on that day, right? In that moment, in your business. Or it could be the other way around. If you're somebody who actually does love to get ready and get done up and get cleaned up and go out and do what you need to do because you're doing sales calls or whatever the case may be, then do that. Show the real you, show your real day. Be authentic with what it's like inside of your business because people will resonate with that. Now, if you're listening to me say that and you're saying, Denise, I'm a business, I'm not a personal brand, do I need to be showing my face on there in that way? Well, that's up to you. I do still believe people buy from people. So the more that you can show people's faces, I mean, you will see many brands out there. They're using pictures of people, right? They're not just using products. So you can decide what actually that looks like. But the point is for you to post in a way that's authentic to the brand that you're building, right? And in order for you to be authentic in your content, you need to know what that means for you and your business. You need to know who you are. What are your cultural markers? What's important to you as a business? What things do you value? And what is the experience that you want people to have with you and with your brand? Now, it also means that you know what you are not. So when you're scrolling through the app, whatever app you're on, right? I know you scroll and you see what other people are doing. You see what your competition is doing. You see what the influencer is doing. Those people or pages that have tons of followers. Here's what I want you to not do. Jump on the bandwagon. If it doesn't align with you and your business, you do not have to jump on all the trends, right? You can do what fits well for you. And at the same time, 
I don't want you to fall into the comparison trap, which we all know is very easy to get tripped up on, right? You see somebody doing a certain type of reel. Of course, we know, especially in the beginning, dancing reels were the thing, especially on Instagram. Well, on, reels are on Instagram, but right, because Instagram was doing what TikTok was doing, that people just kind of evolved over that way and they were reusing their TikTok videos a lot. And so it became dancing reels. People were afraid to do reels because they thought they had to dance, right? And you can see those videos and go, she's so good at that. If I tried to do that, I'd look like a total goofball. I'm never gonna be able to post a reel because I can't do that. Here's the thing. While it's good to learn from others and see what other people are doing for inspiration, There is a fine line between being inspired and comparing. So just because you see Joe Smith or Jane Smith doing it, it doesn't mean that's what you have to be doing in your videos. Now, I know, like I said, some of you are so glad to hear that. You're saying, oh, I feel so much better because I don't really like to dance and I was nervous to get out there and try to do XYZ trend. Now, is it good to know what's trending because it can increase your views? Sure, but I want you to follow the trends and then be willing to alter them a bit and use them in a way that's authentic to you and who you are as a business owner and who you are as a brand. Because remember, when you're creating content on social media, for the most part, right, as a small business owner, your goal is not to go viral with your content. Now, if that happens, is that amazing that you get all those views and you have that opportunity? Well, sure. But if you get all those views and they go to your profile and your page and they don't see content that resonates with them because they are your right fit, but they don't know that because the content you're creating isn't authentic to who you are as a business, well, then you're not going to connect with more of the right people that are gonna eventually buy from you. And that, my friend, is what I want your goal to be with social media, to build those connections with your potential customers. That's exactly why when I write copy for websites, which is, of course, all the words you see on your website, I write that for clients. And when I do, I ask very specific questions. And often I record those video conversations because I want to create a website that authentically represents them and their brand and their business. So I'm listening for cues of phrases or viewpoints and philosophies that they hold dear to them, that's important to them for their business and their brand. So I can use that as I write that copy because I want it to represent them well. So how do you do this? What does that look like for social media content? You know, I love to give you the practical and actionable, right? So here's one actionable way that you can do this. Keep a notes file on your phone or a notebook, whatever you like, right? Keep a file of things that you find yourself saying regularly to your clients or maybe your potential clients. If you're going to trade shows a lot or different expos or other events and you're talking to potential clients a lot, what are the things that you are often saying that explain the heart of your business and who you are and what you believe? What do you find yourself repeating to existing clients, right? And reconfirming in their minds and their hearts about what they're facing and about how you're helping them with those problems. Then when you're looking for what to post on social, you can refer back to these notes. And what I want you to do is pick one specific thing, right? Pick one thought and really dive into that as a social media post. It doesn't have to be 
paragraphs long, right? Just make a point and let it be authentic to who you are and who your business is. You could do it as a video. You could do it as a story. You could do it as a combination of all of these things, right? But pick something that feels really authentic to you, that's very important to you, that's gonna resonate with your audience, and then post that, all right? So keep that file and just keep adding to it over time. It'll be very interesting for you as you start to pay attention to that because what I have found is that a lot of times my clients don't really realize the things that they're saying over and over again and it's it's just become a part of their vernacular, but it's what makes them unique. It's what makes their business unique. Okay, ready? We're on to number two. Strategy number two for writing social media content that connects is to be bold. Be bold. Here's what I mean. As you create content, I want you to look for opportunities to share your opinions unashamedly, specifically, of course, as it relates to your products and services. So I am not telling you go out there and join the political storm and start sharing all those things. That's your decision if you choose to do that as a business. I'm talking about things that are specifically related to your products and your services. There are things that you have an opinion about, and I want you to start looking for how you can share that on social media in a way that's beneficial, right? It it serves your purpose to connect with people. Because here's what I know, you have an opinion, whether you're sharing it or not. And as an expert in your field, I bet it's an educated opinion. There's a reason that you feel the way that you feel. And so you can share that. Now, like I said, I'm not saying just get out there and say, here's what I believe everybody should know, right? You're looking to create connections. But don't you know that you feel more connected to someone when you find out that they have a shared value or that they view something through the same lens that you do? right? You start to feel connected to them. And that's what you're trying to build on social media. So for example, you can literally start out a post in the caption or even with the headline, you know, the heading over your video that says unpopular opinion alert, and then share something that might surprise some of your followers, or maybe that's a tad controversial, but not not in a crazy way, right? But just that there are people that feel very strongly one way or the other, and maybe people are going to be surprised to hear what your thoughts are on the matter. Now, like I said, what I'm teaching you here, I want you to make a part of your brand, or your training philosophy that you're sharing, right? Your beliefs about horses, the best way to work with them, your favorite tack, you know, your how you believe they should be groomed or what shouldn't be used when you're grooming them, how you should ride, how you shouldn't ride. You have opinions on these things. And I want you to share those because it's a part of your core philosophy in your business. Now, let me tell you, As you do this, be prepared. Because when you start sharing opinions, then your followers may realize that their values, their philosophies don't actually align with yours. It may do the opposite. They may not connect with you and they may start to unfollow you. That is okay. I know at first you're like, oh, but I'm doing all these things to grow my followers. Well, you're doing all these things to grow your reach and get in front of the right people, right? And so this is gonna actually do that for you because if they're not the right people and they unfollow you, that's okay. Because what will also happen is you will begin to attract the people that do align with you and your philosophy and your brand. And that's what you want. 
You want to build a connection with those people that are the best fit audience for you as a business. So how do they know if they're fit if you're not sharing enough content on social media in a bold way to let them know, right? To let them know what you really believe. So as you create your next post on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, whatever the case may be, look for some ways that you can intentionally be authentic and be bold with your content. Now, I have one quick reminder for you. Even though you are sharing about your own opinion on something, you can and should create content that invites people to gauge. It's not just an announcement to the world, right? You want to have engaging, compelling content that will keep your followers connected to you or will bring people into the fold and help them to connect with you. Because as they engage, as they comment, as they like, as they share, they're actually telling the algorithm, whichever platform they're on, they all have their own algorithm, right? And they're telling that algorithm they want to see more of what you're creating. And that's what you want. So if you're hearing all this and you're saying, okay, Denise, I hear you. I'm going to do these things, but compelling, engaging content. Now I'm not super sure what, how to do that, right? I can be authentic, but how do I do it authentically and compelling at the same time? I have an exciting announcement slash secret to share with you today. I am putting the finishing touches right now on my new three-day compelling content challenge. Now, the challenge is going to be October 4th, 5th, and 6th, so you can go ahead and mark that on your calendars. We will be live together for three days, and I will share more details here on the podcast, of course, and on social media and in my email list. So if we're not email friends yet, make sure you join and sign up there. I will let you know when registration opens, which will be very soon, but I can tell you this. We will be in a private Facebook group where I will go live every day and we will talk about the principles for creating compelling content, the actual how to, right? Because you know that I love to give you the actionable. You'll have a fun sheet, you will have homework, and together we will make sure that you're not just creating content that's authentic and bold, but that is actually connecting and engaging with those right people for you. Okay, so if time crunches have been your pain point, we talked about so many of you are saying, Denise, I don't have time. This challenge is for you because it's just three days. So I know that you can do it. In the past, I have hosted a five-day challenge and I have loved it, but I wanted to do something that's a little bit shorter and punchier and help you to take immediate action and get those wins, all right? So stay tuned for that. It's a three-day compelling content challenge. It is doable. And when you do it, meaning you actually do the work, then you will be equipped and ready to create content for social media that is compelling and connects you to the right people. So stay tuned for that. But for now, you can get out there and be authentic. Share authentically in your stories. Share authentically and boldly in your content. And let me know how it goes, all right? That's all I've got for you today. I'm so grateful that you are here. I hope this podcast is continuing to help you build and grow your dream horse business. 
And if it is, I would love to hear from you. Specifically, I would love to hear from you in the form of a review because that will really help other horse business owners know that this podcast can be helpful for them as well. So if you're listening on Apple Podcast or any of the other platforms that have review options, I'd be so grateful if you would take the time to go and leave a review and let others know how the podcast has helped you. But for now, go have fun making connections on social media, and I will see you here again next week. Thank you.